Yo, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It is I. Today, I got to talk to a boy, Jerry Robinson, FPA, Strange Music, probably one of the dopest artists ever in the universe. We go over his upbringings, who inspired him to in music when he started writing. We go over his company, Famous by Association, FPA. We talk about life in general, and we talk about uh, strange music, projects he has on the way. Man, what an incredible interview. My interview with Jerry Robinson, coming right up, y'all. By the way, throughout the whole interview, there's a fire alarm losing battery sound. So I apologize. I don't really know how to cut that out, but I hope you guys enjoy. I mean, what can I say? There's a reason I'm wearing this shirt because I got the man in the building himself representing FBA, Strange Music, Mr. Jerry Robinson, man. What's up, man? Thank you for having me, bro. Absolutely. absolutely. Congratulations on the whole podcast, man. I see the movement, man. I see what I you're doing. appreciate Salute. you. Salute yes, to sir. you. Um, if they don't know you, tell them who you are, what you do, how great man. of a person you are. Hey, thank you, man. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm, a, uh, I'm an artist, producer, um, you know, video director. I, I direct a, a lot of music videos, um, just an all around uh, creative man, I guess, you know what I mean? Trying to make art and uh, bring it to the world and help people, you know what I mean? In any way possible. Absolutely. So talk to me about your background. Like when did the music start for you? Man, um, early on, dude, like when I was probably like, nine, 10 years old, uh, you know, my pops would come home with these CDs and uh, in New York City, it's just like everybody's trying to do something out the trunk and make a mixtape and whatever. So, you know, he he was working out there and he would come back with like all these mixtapes and he was always giving to me. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, here, I got this at work. Like he ain't gonna listen to no rap music or whatever at the time. So um, early on, I would listen to these guys and, you know, then I, I came to find out like, oh damn, these guys ain't even like popular. Like these, I thought these guys, just because they had a CD, like I thought everybody knew them, you know what I'm saying? So I would go to school with everybody, like, hey, you know, this person, this person, that's what I listen to. And people would be like, nah, I never heard of that guy. Like, what, do you, what the fuck are you talking about? But it was just guys that were out making CDs by themselves and, and putting them out on the streets and shit. You know what I'm saying? So early on, um, I was exposed to, I guess, like independent music, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And became obsessed with that. And one of the first albums I got was uh, The Carnival, which is the Fuji's, uh, Wyclef, Lauren Hill and shit. And okay. I, I came up on that kind of like reggae vibe, that reggae sound. And that was what I knew of music at that point. You know what I mean? It was like, I only had like a couple CDs and, and that was it. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? I wasn't like watching TV or really listen to radio. Like my parents didn't, you know, listen to much music growing up. It wasn't, a re- I wasn't 
a, from a musical background or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Um, nobody ever played music or did music in my family. So I just kind of discovered it by myself. And um, early on, whatever I listened to is like, the influence of what you hear now, you know, like me being obsessed with reggae back then. Now my shit got a little reggae vibe in it and hip hop and all that. So, um, yeah, man, just that's what got me into it. Is just I was just obsessed from the first time. From the first time I, I put in a CD or whatever, I was obsessed with music, man. I was like, yo, I don't even need to hang out with my friends. I'm just gonna sit here and you know what I mean. Try to make a, yeah. make this beat or yeah. write this song or whatever. It just early on, just fucking you know not on purpose, you know what I'm saying? Just like, that's just how it went for me. It was just like, as soon as I, I found it, I was gravitating. At first it was listening to it. I'd be like, you know, I need headphones all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? CD play, Walkmans, whatever the fuck it was. Like, I would just always need music around me. And, um, and then it got to the point where I was like, yo, I could, I could maybe make this myself. You know, I could do that, so yeah. So when did the writing, when did the writing come into play? Um, probably around shit, 15, 16, um, I started, uh, putting together some stuff and, and I had written this song and I recorded it on my computer and I showed my homie like, yo, check it out. Like I was embarrassed, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't want to hear it. So I just showed one of my, my good friends and I was like, yo, check this out. And he was like, yo, send this to me. And at the time it was, uh, instant messenger, like, uh, mm. aim or whatever. Yep. And he was like, yo, send this over. So I didn't think nothing of it. And I was like, cool. I had a little file on my computer because I recorded it like on the little sound recorder on my computer. I don't know if you remember, you were able, you, like if you had a little mic, it was like a little white mic yep. about this big. You feel me? Yep. And man, we talking like 2000, maybe. I was a kid, man, um, at that point. But, you know, that was the, um, it, you know, I was probably 12 you know what I mean? 11, 12, whatever. And um, yeah, so earlier than that, actually, yeah, probably around like 11, 12, I, I started writing the little things and then I would play the beat real loud, put it next to the speaker so the mic can pick up the beat. You know what I'm saying? And then I rap into the little mic and I did like one or two and then I sent it out and my homie actually took it and like saved it somehow, which is like back then, I didn't even think like, I, you know what I mean? I was like, whatever, if I send it to him, just he, he's, don't have it but he figured out a way to you know copy it and then send it to someone else and then they sent it to someone else and it went like viral in the sense of like old school viral the, yeah. in the beginning of that and when I got back to school Monday it was like yo I heard this uh this rap oh you're a rapper now but I was like no nah, no nah, who told you that like that like, oh I heard your song I'm like my song what so I got mad at the homie you know uh rest in peace man my, my, my boy Ryan um he had he has passed away since but uh but he, he was like the dude who put me on, you know what I mean? And then motherfuckers were like, some people were like, yo, that was pretty dope, man, da da da. But majority of people was just like, oh, you trying to be a rapper, that's you corny motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? That shit sucks, da da da. So that was how I originally approached, like, damn, I was, I was like, bro, why the fuck would you send this shit out? You know, I, yeah, I, mean, I was embarrassed. I was like, yo, people fucking hating on me and shit. And my dude Ryan was like, he was like, bro, your shit, he's like, you got some, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could rap, I'm telling you. And, and he was probably early on, like I got him tattooed on my chest, man. Um, like early on, he was probably like the the dude that put me on the most or, or even gave me the idea, this crazy idea, like, yo, you good. Like you gotta keep doing that. Where right. majority of people was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You need to, you know, you need to stop doing that. Uh, so 
yeah, early on, that's that was when I knew kind of um, the people that did like it felt so good that I was like, man, fuck all these other people. Like this dude like it, you know, he like, yo, do another yeah. one. He like, yo, you gonna do another one? I'm like, yeah, you know? And then the one dude be like, yo, that shit is whack. And, and I'd be like, hey, you know what? Fuck you, man. This guy wanna hear it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So early on, I already knew like, hey, I can't be focused on these people that ain't fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm i gonna focus on the guy that likes it, you know? Cause he gave me a reason to make another one. And then Absolutely. my homie like, yo, make one more. So it gave me that encouragement to be like, all right, let me sit down and make another one so I can show these two people who actually liked it. Out of all the people that hated it, these two motherfuckers liked it. So let me make it for them. And then I'll, I'll have them come over and listen to it or whatever. So um, that was kind of the first time I ever, you know, was like, yo, I think, and that was probably 12, bro. To be honest, seventh grade or something like that. Yeah, uh, my homie no. passed away when we were in the, uh, we were in the 10th grade when he passed away. So. Uh, yeah, it was probably like seventh grade, maybe eighth grade. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Rest shit. in peace to him because he yeah, was yeah. the, the original G that saw you yeah. do what you're meant to be doing. 100%. That motherfucker is with me every step of the way, man. Uh, rest in peace, Ron Shackney, man. He's a fucking, uh, you know, it, he, he died when we were like 16. So he didn't really have a uh, chance to do whatever it was he was going to do. Like he even get the fucking, you know what I mean? He even get that. So when, when I be complaining or I see people complaining about shit in life, I'll be like, hey, you had a bad day? They'd be like, yeah, man, this shit ain't worth it. And I'll be like, bro, my boy Ryan didn't even have a chance to have a bad day. Right. He didn't even get the opportunity to to have a bad day. He He's not here no more. If he can have, if he can come back for one day and they were like, hey, it's going to be a really bad day though. He'd be like, hell yeah, that's fine. You know, I'm trying to just yeah. have one more day. And, and um because he didn't get to live that through and you know maybe he'd be sitting here with me right now you know what i'm saying i don't know but uh Absolutely. most likely it's like because he didn't get to live that i always felt like i was doing it for two people you know like he didn't get he didn't get right. the op so it's like now it's up to me to fucking make sure that i'm doing it for the both of us and and when i do do it i look up like hey got you bro i'm, I'm yeah. still on it you know what i mean yeah exactly um coming from long island because that's where you're from yeah who were your biggest influences in music? Man, um, early on, a lot of, you know, a lot of the shit in the beginning of hip hop or the great, uh, the great hip hop to me, um, like the Rockins, the fucking uh, Keith Murray's, the, the Eric Sermon, EPMD, um, that shit was all Long Island. And that was like, you know, that was before my time, right? So I was, when I was a young kid, I was kind of into what happened like 10 years before that when I was 12, I was listening to shit that, you know, the motherfuckers who were like 20, 25, 30 were listening to. And um, a lot of that being because I'm like, yo, this dude comes from here. Like, he come, oh, he go to the, uh, he go to the C-Town market over here. Or like, that was cool to me. Like, oh, they'd be like, yo, Eric Sermon come in here sometime. I'd be like, what? You know, like my dentist be like, Eric Sermon, you know, guys teeth clean here. I'm like, word. So I was, I was into that. Maybe that's why influence, you know, it's Long Island is it, uh, I feel like it doesn't get enough respect for the, the amount of music that comes from there. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you say uh, Long Island, New York, people just skip over Long Island. Oh, you from New York. Absolutely. You know? So, um, but Long Island, you know, it, it, hip hop wise, it's, it's historic as fuck. So I came up listening to all of that and like, just trying to be a part of it, man. Like, yo man, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get in the studio. There was points when, I was just trying to get in the studio. I didn't even know why. I didn't even know, I didn't even have a verse. I was just like, yo, I can come to the studio. 
And then I get there, we'll be like, you got anything to record? I'll be like, oh no, damn, I just wanted to go to the studio. Like, they, you know what I mean? Then I'm freestyling yeah. on the mic. They're like, yo, you got to write, you know, or whatever. So I got to a point where I figured out how to um, produce beats. I figured out how to write songs, not just for myself, but for, you know, other artists write hooks and shit. Uh, I figured out how to engineer, you know what I'm saying? Mix and master vocals. Mm -hmm. And because I was just obsessed with being around it. Like I was obsessed with uh, the creation of a song, whether I created it or not. If I got to be in the studio, I've been in the studio at that time. I was working with um, this was maybe now nah, I was like 19, 20. I was working with uh Keith Murray for a while. You know what I mean? I got oh, to meet wow. Redman and Met the Man and um yeah, and, and work in the studios where they recorded all the shit. That's cool to me too. Like I'm working in the studio where they recorded my favorite album. Like they used this mic and, and they sat right here. Um, you know, just that, just that alone. And then I was like, well, if I'm trying to be in here, um, you know, nobody's trying to let me on a song and rap, but I noticed that the producers be in here all the time. So let me learn how to produce and maybe Keith will like some of my beats. So, you know, just having that um, opportunity there kind of made me like think of all these things I could do. Like, oh damn, I know Keith Murray, you know, he fucks with me now. So it's like, if I show him a dope beat, he might use it. So let me just lock in the studio and learn how to make beats. I didn't know how to make beats though. So I'm like, you know, if that, but, but it gave me the, the encouragement to do it. Cause I'm like, if I do it, it's not going to be a waste of time. I could show, you know, Keith Murray and Eric Sermon's engineers and producers and whatever. So, um, you know, at this point now I'm a producer, I'm an engineer, I'm a mixer, I'm a master. I'll do anything. You know what I'm saying? And that was just because I was looking for a way in, man. Like how the fuck, how the fuck yeah. do I make money at this? How do I get to stay in the studio and then not be broke as fuck? And that shit took me a long time, you know, but, um, you know, we got there, so. Unbelievable. I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned you being in the studio. What I want to know from you, like, because you are definitely one of the most creative artists I've Appreciate seen that, in a very, in a very long time. Thank um, you. Where, where does an idea start for you? Is it melody? Is it a conversation? Is it something that's going on in the world? Like, where do you always yeah. find that inspiration? I think it's, um, it, it, the answer is different on every song. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, it's cool that you said conversation because that's a huge component. If you are around me as a friend or family member or whatever, like, and you tell me what you're going through, I always say before, like, I have a disclaimer, like, hey, you know, this might come out, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna say yeah. your name, but I got songs that are specifically about not even my situation, just my friends and my family situations. Because, you know, um, cause I'm an empath, meaning like, you know, I fucking feel it. Like when someone's like, yo, my girl broke up with me and she was fucking my best friend and she took the car and da da da. And I ain't I lost my job this week. You know, can I sleep on your couch? All right, so like my homie's going through that. And I look at him like, damn, man, I, I almost feel like I'll be upset that night. I'll be fine. My mind will be fine, but I can't go to sleep because I'm like, yo, man, we got to, what's he going to do? Like, you know, I care that much. If I love, or even down in my fans, like, I care. Like, I, I'm just like, yo, yeah. how are we going to get him out of this shit? Like, you know what I mean? I can't, I, sometimes I wish I didn't. Sometimes I'm like, yo, that's not my fucking problem. Why do I care so much? But when I feel it, yeah. I can't help it. I'm just like, damn. So, a lot of it comes from that where I'm, I feel it so much that I'm actually able to put it in a song and, and, and it feels like it's my story, but I'm actually using your story. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually telling a real life story, um, but from my 
voice. And um, so, so definitely a conversation, definitely, um, you know, a good day, a bad day. And whatever, yeah. I, whatever comes out is like how I'm feeling. It's like, I make a lot of the beats and shit too. So I walk in to the studio and there's no, there's silence. And then in like hour, two hours, three hours, I got a song and it's got words and it's got a music to it. And it's mm -hmm. like, usually that song sounds how I feel that day. So I just go in there and I'm like, how do I take what I'm feeling? And it helps me take it out of my head. So I don't, you know, get depressed and think about it. It's like, it's right here and I'm depressed about it. So let me just get it out. Let me put it here. And the best part of that is like other people get to use it now to feel better. So I'm taking my Absolutely. shitty day. You know what I mean? I'm spilling my shitty day out and then um, other people get to hear it. And it may, you know, even if it is about a shitty day, maybe makes people feel better. Like, all right, I ain't the only one going through. Wow, he's saying the same shit that I'm thinking. Like, it makes people right. feel better. You know what I mean? So um, it could be anything, man. Inspiration is, uh, and, then, and then there's days where it's nowhere, where it's nowhere. Right. It's either like, I have more than I know what to do with and I gotta be in the studio for the next two days just to get these these ideas out. Or like I wake up some days and be like, man, I don't feel it. I got nothing. You know what I'm saying? I got nothing. Like I'm just not, you know, not even if I not even saying I'm sad. I'm just, there's just days my brain is just like, yeah, nah, not today. <laughs> not today. We're not doing that today. And that's a day, you know, that's a day when I'll like be like, yo, let's go to the fucking zoo or something. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? Let's go just like what like I'm gonna watch a fucking documentary or something right now. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. or watch a movie, watch, you know, smoke out and watch some funny shit or something right there because I, because it's not worth it. I, I used to, you know, apply such a strong worth ethic, and I still believe that like the only thing I can control is how hard I go. I can't control if someone likes what I do or whatever, but I can control that I work mad hard. That's the only thing I got control. I, I went in the studio every day, right? So I used to think that way, uh, which I still do, but I but it used to make me be like, yo, I have nothing in me today, but let me sit here and try to still push myself, right? But I learned um even recently, I learned like that's not the answer because when you're when you're blocked and you're just mad and, and you you know what I mean? Like I wind up sitting in the studio texting whoever I'm mad at all day with the beat playing, and now I'm you know what I mean? Now I'm just like ruining the vibe of the beat. Now, like when I hear that beat, I'm thinking about, you know, that conversation I had while I was playing the beat. So it's like not a good, maybe go handle that conversation. Come back to the studio when you're feeling good, opposed right, to just right, force right. yourself to be in there. Let's just listen to the beat until words come. And, you know, right. some days, some days it's just like, nah, that's not good for my mental, my mental right now. You know? That's so, so crazy. Yeah. Um, to, before I continue with a question, I actually... Yeah have to give you a lot of credit because I was going through your catalog mm -hmm. and I ended up finding a record you did called fatherhood. Mm. And to me that hit me super cause I grew up without a father. So like, word, I just want to say like, thank you for that record. And, and thank you for like the record you put out now. I'm there's a whole bunch of records on 2020 that like, Whenever I'm not inspired, I can go back to him and be like, "That's dope, man. That's, that's dope. why, like, that's why he wrote Gas in the Tank because doing this." And I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Yeah. Before, before I did the podcast, mm -hmm. I was actually trying to be Jerry Robinson on the mic and writing records and all this stuff. So 
that's why like gas in the tank when you put that out like probably right as you signed with strange like i get it now and i can listen to gas in the tank and be like yo i don't feel like recording a podcast or like i don't feel like mixing a record today but like now i have gas in the tank to keep doing so i just want to say like thank you for what you do man and again i i appreciate you being here and just being a part of this and yeah the whole, the whole reason why i named it what it is is because i'm pretty sure you could tell i'm a person with a disability i was born with cerebral palsy but i never mm-hmm. let the disability define me so salute, salute to you bro that's what i'm saying that's the that's it like we all are born with certain things or things happen to us and it's just literally how you respond to it and and your mind like whatever situation you have on your disability um like you could still push your mind you know what i'm saying um yeah you can still have control over what you're thinking about it like you might not be able to control what's going on internally but you can control how you how you think about it so exactly i i try to you know i try to i try to just provide that. And like when you said like gas in the tank, that's kind of the vibe, man. Like if uh, if we both fall down, I'm gonna get back up. Like we might fall, like this shit's horrible, but like, yo, if you know in your mind, I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be yeah. all right. Like, it, like even if this person ain't gonna be all right, if this person's telling me we are both not gonna be all right, I'm gonna be all right because I know I'm gonna be all right in my mind. And um, it's commendable, bro. Salute to you, man. Uh, that's fucking, that's fucking dope that you're out here doing something that you wanted to do. And the next step is like, you got to just be like, fuck every person that doesn't understand it. Like, don't ever waste your time explaining it or what you're trying to do to somebody who doesn't want to hear that, or is going to negate that and come back and say, oh, well, podcasts are hard to do. And that might not work out any person like that you kind of have to be strong enough at least not forever but for a certain amount of time to distance yourself because if you're trying to build a podcast and you're a roommate that's around every every time you try to you know set up an interview going hey that's not gonna work you can't have that person in your ear you got to be like bro i need to find a new roommate i'm moving out like you like i'm serious like it might even be down to that. It might even be your roommate or sometimes your wife, your husband, whatever. And they in your ear all day. Like you're trying to do something and you got someone in your ear all day. So eventually any human person is going to be like, yeah, maybe they're right. And on the wrong day, they're going to catch you and you're going to be like, yeah, maybe maybe he's right. Maybe I shouldn't do the podcast. But why the fuck are you letting someone around you that's going to admit that? Even when someone does that, I encourage people to say, hey, why are you doing that right now? Why do you feel the need to express that feeling, that negative feeling towards me? Like, and then the person most of the time will be like, oh, 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 I don't know. Like, all right, well, maybe you should think about what yeah. you say before you say Absolutely. it. Cause you know what I'm saying? Like even down to like bite your tongue, bro. Because if your mama taught you, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing. And it's a real thing. It's like, why are you, why are you going out of your way to say something that's going to fuck up a good thing that I'm trying to do for myself? Like, why would you do that? Even if you feel that way deep down, like, you you know, oh man, that, you know, that podcast ain't gonna work. Man, just shut the fuck up. It's not helping anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. it's not helping anybody. Absolutely. So when you see that behavior, especially in the people that, cause it's like, you gotta look at it like, not in a cocky way, but every single person um, in the world should be like, hey, you know what? You get to be around me right now. I'm a good, 
good energy to be around. I'm a good person, right. you know what I'm saying? Um, and you get to be around me, but you're kind of disrespecting the privilege of, of sharing time with me because you're saying negative shit to me or you're hurting my feelings or whatever. And then it's like, dudes, forget it. A dude will never tell you you hurt his feelings. What he'll do is he'll do some spiteful shit. He'll go around your back. He might throw uh, shit on Instagram, right? Uh, Facebook, like, yo, more focus, cross you, that's it, da, da, da. But yeah. he'll, never, he'll never say, most dudes will never be like, hey, bro, you know what? You kind of hurt my feelings. And, and that, cause that's like, I don't want, uh, that's wussy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say the word any words, but like that's wussy shit to do that. And it's like, why? Why is that? If, if that wasn't it, if anything, you are, you manly as fuck to me. If you could be in a room full of dudes and be like, hey bro, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. Cause like, cause what are you a fucking robot? You don't got feelings? Like, I don't care if you go out and gang bang and you do your thing. Motherfucker, you got feelings. Like if, if something happened to your moms or your daughter or something like, you gonna cry because we are human, yeah. you know? And if you don't, I definitely don't want to fuck with you. If something could happen to your family member or your loved one and you ain't sad, then you then that's not the type of person I'm trying to be around anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like, it's just a, a straight up, like people just don't open up and then it leads to more shit. You don't tell your roommate, yo man, that shit hurts my feelings. So then he keep doing it. You say, maybe you might say it and then he'd be like, damn, you right. You right. I don't know why I do that, man. I, I'm gonna stop doing that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And and now you helping him, and he's helping you, and, and we don't do that at all. Like it's it's crazy how hard it is to get an opinion. Like I show people my music. Yo, you like this song? Everyone, yeah, yeah. Then you see the one dude that's a little quiet, right? I'm like, yep. And you like this song? He'd be like, oh yeah, it's good. No, I could tell. Mm -hmm. You want to be like, nah, I don't really like this song because this, this, and this. And the question right. I ask is, if you like the song. Not tell me what I want to hear. Like, right. do you like this song? Because I don't care if you like it. It's not going to change my opinion if I like it. I'm just curious. Right. But most people, um, they're not going to tell you what their thought is. They're going to be like, yo, let me let me block that. You know what I'm saying? Let me not keep it real right now. And sometimes they think they're being nice. Like, oh, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I'd rather you hurt my fucking feelings and then move forward and figure out our relationship then hold back shit and then in a year be like, you know what I really think? Da da da. And then you shouting, nah, your shit sucks. Da da da. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's all it is. It's just about uh, being like, hey, I feel like this right now. And it's making me feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to address it instead of come back tomorrow and feel uncomfortable again. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm going to be brave enough to be like, hey, hold on. This shit ain't right. You know, to whoever yeah. it is, if, if you're a celebrity, if you're a, a boss, whatever, your boss at your office, like, expect, yo, I don't like when you do that, man. Don't don't treat me like that. Don't treat me like that. It, it, it makes me feel uncomfortable. People get fucked up. Like, uh, 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 like every time you do that, people go, oh, shit, they don't expect you to say that. But it's like, yo, be around. Like, that shit makes me feel uncomfortable. Don't do that. You know Crazy. what I mean? Crazy. Yeah. Real shit. Unbelievable, man. Um. So going into the music, I mean, you founded FBA, that is your company, that's yeah. your whole vibe. Like, so you've been independent this whole time or was there ever like any major labels knocking at your door? Um, yeah, on a, on a writing um, and producing level. So I, when I started writing and producing, I was trying to get in the studio, like I said, and um, at some point it turned into like people were buying beats or they would buy a hook from me and all that. So I have worked with uh, 
with some major labels like Universal, uh, Nevco was a label I work with. They work with Universal and they, we were writing more pop stuff and doing like features and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, uh, independently, as far as me as an artist, like making my own shit, um, it's always been independent, man. And it was just like, my thing is like, I wanna do it my way or it's not worth it for me to, I would rather stay in the production and the writing game and write records for other people that I don't really like, that I feel like, ah, this isn't really my heart, but it's not for me. So it's for a paycheck, right? It's a, it's a job. Um, I'd rather do that than, and then put out my music and fail even, or not have that many listeners, but still be able to just put out my music, then fucking change my music. You know what I'm saying? To be successful, like make a song I don't wanna make or whatever. So. I could never really think of doing that. So the only logical option was, yo, I need to do it completely by myself. You know what I'm saying? My girl Tara made up the name and came to me and um, she was just like, yo, we could do this all by ourselves. Like we could figure it out and we could make our own rules. You know, they weren't letting me do reggae, pop and, and rap together on one song. I, you know, at some of the labels, like I had, I had meetings, they were like, you need to pick a genre. You can't do all these genres. It's not gonna work. Mm -hmm. They told me a million times, it's just not gonna work. So um, Tyra was like, yo, fuck that. Let's just put it out ourselves then. Put out what we want ourselves, you know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, it's always been independent. And then the only reason I could even fuck with Strange is like, they're independent and they do whatever the fuck they want, bro. They bosses, like they, they are a huge inspiration to me and Tara yeah. and FBA and all that. Like. We're just, we were just like, oh shit, y'all really still, y'all this big and you get to do whatever the fuck you want? Man, what do I gotta do to be down with that? You know what I mean? So yeah. even down to my music on 2020, man, they let me literally go in there and make my music and that's what we put out. It wasn't, there wasn't people changing it. There wasn't 17 meetings about what I said in songs. It was like, hey, this is what you made. We believe in your, a bit, you know, your art and uh, we gonna put it out that way. So independent, yeah, we still independent. You know what I mean? Sit. Yeah. So before, like I mentioned FBA 17 times and people are like, what does that mean? Can you give everybody the meaning of FBA? Cause I don't want to mess yeah. it up. The real, the meaning of FBA, it stands for famous by association. And the premise behind that is I, I saw a J Cole interview like uh, a couple of years back and like everybody, I believe uh, in, 10, maybe, maybe 20, 30 or 50 years, I think the idea of fame will die. And I think people will stop idolizing other humans as much for, oh, he, he is good at basketball. He's good at singing, right? Let's treat him completely different. Let's, let's idolize this guy and put him on this thing when you realize he's a human being and then these people fuck up, right? They cheat on their wives, they get caught doing drugs, right? And you'll be like, oh my God, Tiger Woods did what? Like he is a fucking person, right? So I think the idea of being famous, eventually people will be like, nah, I, I am really that, you know, he, he makes music, right? He does that really good, but I'm a mechanic and I fucking fix cars really good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We all do good shit. So, so we trying to say like famous by association is just basically everybody's famous. You know what I'm saying? By association, we all are famous. We all know uh, someone famous or whatever. If, if you know me, then you're famous by association. If I know you, I'm famous by association. So that was kind of the vibe, you know what I mean? And it's just like, just everybody is equal here. We are not, nobody's special. You know, we're a family. And if you get down with it and you, you support it, um, you part of that family and that shit 
real serious, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like gave me it gave me a reason to fucking do this shit and, and wake up. You know what I mean? Inspiring the people. Yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely seen the movement and but, again, just being able to talk to you for however long this is gonna be and the fact I was able to talk to Tara beforehand, I feel like I'm part of the FBA family. You now. are. That's so, it. That's how easy it is. It's like, yo, if you just down, if you if you get behind a the, the there's like a code, like a ethics code too. I feel like like we have, you know, we do live streams and we have like a a base of people that come in uh every week and, and we go on Twitch and all that shit. It's like, yo, if someone comes in there and says some like off the wall shit, racist shit, hateful shit, I mean I I don't even got to do it no more. The whole I, I used to be like, "Hey, get out of the room, bro. We don't need that." Right now, it's like the whole the whole squad is like, "Fuck out of here, bro!" Like, yo, like, they, they be kicking them out the room for saying some some shit. Like, we don't hate. Like, we might play somebody's song in there. Is what I'm saying. Like, we vibe like this, right? And I might be like, "Yo, we're gonna play somebody's song, right?" And then you play it, and like I tell them, like, "Yo, constructive criticism, right? We don't want to ruin nobody's day and be mean. If you don't like the song because you know his voice." You need to work on his flow. You can say that. That's real shit. We we need more of that. We need more real. Like I said, we need more real opinions before. Like, don't just say it's great. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, say, yo, I think he can do his flow a little better. That's going to help homie out where he's like, all right, let me go back and try to fix that part of the flow. But if you like, hey, he a bitch ass motherfucker, he whack, but no need. So like that goes on on the internet all day. That goes on. But when you fucking with FBA and you part of this thing, it's like, we're here to uplift each other. And, and that's the criteria. If you're not here to, if you're going to be FBA and there's someone else like, oh, I fuck with FBA, right? And you meet someone in the store and like that guy's a dollar short and you got a dollar in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? You got, you just got paid. You got an extra dollar to spare. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. associated now, right? Help so, them out, yeah. Help them out, man. Help everybody out and, and just don't feel the need to spread you no know, bullshit fucking uh hatred or fucking knock people you know what i mean so you said you feel a part of it because because you are that's it it's that simple you know what i mean you yeah. you show us and then it's like all these people show me such support like in the music they buy merch they come to the shows and i'm just like yo i i want to follow you back right and people are like yo you shouldn't follow that many people back you shouldn't follow your fans back like that and i can never people Why? say it all the time i can never get an answer like I can never get a legit, oh, it's not a good look. Why? Uh, because like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it looked like you follow back all your fans and shit. I'm like, okay, that's bad. Yeah. Now like, I follow back a fan, right? And he just, um, he's, he, he's three years sober, right? He's three years sober. And my music has been a part of it too, right? We've been in contact. He's been like, yo, your music helping keep me on the path. And I say, yo, bless, keep going, right? And then I like the, the, the post. I comment on it, not because I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, oh shit. The same way when I'm like, yo, I finally dropped my album. I've been working hard on it. He liked the post and he commented on my shit. So who right. the fuck am I? Granted, I have a lot of people, but, and I can't say I could do that for everyone, but if I follow you when you were a fan and I happen to catch a post like that, of course I'm going to respond because I, I, you fuck up, you support me. So I'm yeah. like, yo, you, you two years sober three years sober whatever yo congrats bro keep going so Absolutely. um i don't know how i don't know why that's such a hard concept for a lot of people that is like oh you answer all your fans like even people are like that's crazy how much you answer i'm like not really like you answer people when they hit you up you know what i mean just because i yeah. make music i can't answer them if somebody commented on anybody's shit they answer it 
right. I'm just doing the same thing. I'm just answering the people that are speaking to me. It's just more people. And it, yes, it's impossible sometimes to answer everybody, but especially something like that, like something that's like, hey, you saved my life. If I see that and I don't answer it, it's like, what? How the fuck do yeah. I don't even understand that? Like there's like celebrities that get a million tweets a day. I get it. But like, if you happen to see someone say that you saved their life and you scroll past it, why? You don't got the time to be like, salute. Thank, thank you. you. You know, that's crazy. That's right. a, a thumbs up emoji, bro. Yeah. You don't got the time to do a thumbs up reply. All right, man. Right. Then you, then you right. real busy. I guess. I don't know. But uh, I don't care if you fucking Brad Pitt, bro. You got the time. If you see it, you got the time to send an emoji. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's the thing with the famous thing is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, what is this disconnect? Why can't I follow people back or whatever? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't believe in that. I just don't believe in that that whole separation of like fame or whatever. It's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, I can I could go back and I remember when you followed me, I was like, oh. You know what I mean? Like I got shocked, and then when I posted the story about yo, strange, I need a, I need a Jerry Robinson and King Iso collab, and you saw it, reposted it, and you was like, wait, stay tuned, yeah, because I, stay yo, tuned, because I got something. Like, but I, I see, like, but, oh, but, boy. but in the same way, like I've seen your face a million times on my shit. Like you know, what I mean, I see it. If I see it, I like you. You know, you've been holding me down. You've been supporting me. So I'm gonna try to give it back as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even on no like I'm trying to be nice shit or whatever. It's just like a human fucking thing that we should all do. But uh yeah. <laughs> That's Word. how I feel on that. Word. All right. Real quick on the side, man. I just wanna say congratulations on the whole cigarette journey. I know you stopped yes, smoking bro. cigarettes for yes. How long is it now? One month yesterday, bro. One month. One Crazy, month, man. man. Yeah, I smoked for a long time, bro. Smoked for a long time. So it's uh it's definitely a transition. I've been uh I got a little vape over here that I've been, you know, whatever. Hitting when I'm when I'm really when I'm really feeling it, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm about to go crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's a journey. I'm just trying to better my life, man. And and that helped other people quit. You know, I put it up on yeah. my, my team, like my people around me, like kind of clown me, like, oh bro, you trying to tell the fans you, you stop smoking and shit. Like they were clowning me for that, but like, like, oh, what you want, the sympathy card or whatever, you know, and I was like, maybe, but uh once I did it, now it's like people like you know, every day, like, how you doing with that? Yo, don't let us down. So it kind of does give me more, like, the, the the people on the internet or the fans or whatever knowing, to me, I'm like, yo, that shit helps me a lot. When I do want a cigarette, I got DMs of people like, yo, stay strong for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, I, I can't yeah. I can't let them down, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's been going good, though, man. Appreciate you that's, asking. That's huge, and I'm definitely proud of you for doing that. Bless, um, man, thank you. Because... I know my aunt stopped after a very long journey. So if she could do it and you can do it, like that's big. Yeah. You don't I smoke? Wanna... No, I don't good. actually. That's good, a good. that's a, a promise. Thing. That's a promise I made to my mom before she passed away like eight wow. years ago. That's so, crazy. That's that's amazing to hear, man. That's like the only reason why I don't, you know what I mean? I'm very you know, I'm very supported to like anybody that smokes. Like, I know Jersey just got uh marijuana's about to be legal. Yeah, that's you know, crazy. I had where no are you at? You're in Jersey, right? I'm in Jersey, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. And shout out Justina too, man. Uh Justina, Justina rep in Jersey, man. I love yeah, her. Hell yeah. Shout out Justina. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, she's she's dope as fuck. I don't know if you, I don't know if you heard her say less. I um, did, yeah, just, man. yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, I love that record, man. That's fun. That's that's fun, man. I had to give her like I heard I, I, when I made that record. I was like, yo, I they were like yo, you should put somebody on it and right away. I was like, this sound like a um, like say less, say less. It sounded like like even like a, a wilding out fucking um, you know how they do all the segments uh, and pick shit. Pick up you know and kill it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like pick, pick up, up and, and kill, kill it. it and kill. Yeah. To me, not exactly, but it was like, hey, I feel like Justina will Heck body this. Vibe, yeah, yeah, because it's fun. It's just say less, say less. You know, it's simple. So, yeah. uh, yeah, shout out to Justina. She's fucking dope, man. She helped me out a lot along the way, man, and just fucking did things she really didn't have to do. You know what I'm saying? Just to, uh, just cause she Big a real facts. one. So, shout out to, to Justina always, man. Big facts. Um, yeah, man. Big up, big ups to her too, cause like she was the first artist that I met on Instagram and then I got to meet her in person and vibe with her in person and you being the second one and everything comes full circle for me. I was telling Tara that before. So again, oh, I appreciate man. you. Fuck yeah, bro. You yeah, know. We, we got to do a show in Jersey when this pandemic clear up, man. Hang out. Yeah, for real, for real man. I'm, I'm so down to just buy you and Tara a beer and just- Bless. Yeah, we'll make it happen, man. We'll make that happen. Word up. You're on you're on strange music. We're on like the four month anniversary of your album 2020. Gang, gang. Um, big album right here. I could tell you straight up, like 2020 saved my 2020. Cause dope, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> with this pandemic, I know it's a lot going on with a lot of people mentally. But being on yeah. strange music and having that freedom. What is the best advice from like Tech and Trap that you've ever gotten musically or just personally? Easy, man. Um, when I first met Travis, we went out, um, we went out to you know grab some barbecue. Of course, that's how they do it in KC. They do the barbecue thing heavy. And uh, he right. said, I asked him that. I said, Yo, can I? If I have one piece of advice, type thing, you know what I mean? I'll do the same thing. I, I feel like every conversation I have, I'm, I'm you and I'm doing a podcast. Like, if I get to talk to someone like Tech or Travis, I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm doing a podcast. I'll, I'll be like, hold on. So, when you first started, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I asked him for advice and he said, um, he was like, there's no return of investment on fear. So, move without mm. fear. So, like, as simple as that is, there's nothing you get back from having fear. It doesn't, it doesn't give you shit. It just hurts you. It just makes you scared. And then it makes you not go do what you want to do. So that's the only thing that you can get from being scared is to fail. So every Absolutely. time you feel scared, get that out of there. And that, and that again, is completely up to you. When you feel scared, you got to go, wait, why am I scared right now? I don't give a fuck. I've been through worse shit. What, what's going to happen? What's gonna happen to me? And yeah. this ain't in regards to like, don't fucking jump out of an airplane without a parachute or something. But if you're trying to go talk to someone, you know what I'm saying? Or you try to like, even talk to a girl, man. You're trying to holler at a girl. Like, what you scared of, bro? What's she gonna say? No? Okay. So then you go home. That and, would be me. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You, you can't be scared of it, man, because uh, it's like, who cares? You're gonna, you're gonna wake up tomorrow and your day is not gonna be whether that girl or, or that business, you know, opportunity says no or yes, when you wake up the next day, it's your life again. It's just yeah. your life again. You're gonna go through your day. It's not gonna, right. nothing's gonna change in your world dramatically. Maybe if they if they say yes, it will. If they say yes, maybe they'll hop you on a plane and give you the new job or whatever you want. Or or, or maybe you'll right. be with her. You'll wake up with her the next day. But 
at the end of the day, like if she says no or, or the person says no, nothing's going to change in your life significantly. So you're you're scared of something that's not even there's nothing to be scared of at the end of the day. So, right. you know, and you can hear that from like people. I'm sure people have even said, don't be scared. Right. Don't ever have fear. Yeah. But when you hear it from the guys who, you know, like really got to where you want to go in life mm -hmm. and and achieved all the dreams that you have and you don't you never got to meet anyone like that before and then they say it for some reason it just clicked where i was like yeah fuck that i am yeah. scared i'm scared right now I'm talking to you like what the fuck am i scared for so that was a good ass uh sure. uh advice man that, that i got and i try I to mean, i told you before i started recording man I, I was nervous i got a i got some sangria before this interview oh but, my man you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. Um, again, being on Strange Man is probably one of the best things that happened to the industry. I mean, for you especially. But Tech said it the best, man. You guys are a whole bunch of elite artists. Mm. And there's a record I, I want. There's a record I want to, you know, mention is the record that was just on his new EP called "I Think," where oh yeah, everybody just ate. So, yeah. like how did that come about like or did you ever feel like damn iso went in like how do i type how do i how do i raise the bar after that yeah i mean actually uh so to be honest i'm the type on stuff like that uh i'm gonna just not listen to anybody before i do my shit um because it's like i i, I and, and everybody's different with that you know what i'm saying but me i'm just gonna focus on on me and then do what I do. So they, they actually, um, Tech told me where he wanted me to come in. He was like, yo, you come in that uh, shit. If I have a good memory, maybe it's 207 or 217 on the record. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not even sure, not everybody's verses were even submitted at that time too. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like just right. a beat, I think, you know, maybe one or two people was on it. And what I did is like, my mind went right to 217 and said, all right, let me do what I do. Because the influence of maybe even that that fear, that, that oh shit, so and so yeah. killed it. Oh man, uh, then now I'm gonna write a different verse. Right. But if I don't even pay attention to that, and in life, I feel like I apply the same thing. I think I feel like um horses when they race, like like horses race around a track. You ever see those those blinders they have on? They put those things on the side. Yeah. Because yeah. because they can't, because they don't want them to look this way or this way, because they need to look this way. Cause they fuck it, they're running, right? They're That's not horse don't go like this, it, they yeah. go like this, yeah. So they're running, so like they put those things just to be like, we have to go straight. That's where we going. And once they, cause if they're in that thing where they're running real fast and they decide to look over here, they're gonna fall. They're gonna break their leg. They're running right. so fast that they can't, you know what I mean? They can't look over here for a second. It's gonna fuck them up. So in that way, I go in it with blinders on, which I don't know if you ever heard that. That's where that saying comes from. They'd be like, yo, he got blinders on that guy. I mean, it's like he's yeah. tunnel vision. He's going straight. And um, yeah. that's how I approach it is this like, yo, I got to run. I got to run and I got to, I can't look over here. I can't look over here. And then when it's done, then you'd be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like you get to hear it as a piece, but um, yeah. yeah, I never like, you know what I'm saying? I, I just never like, I never think of music as, Cause I'm I'm not just a hip hop art. In hip hop, I feel like everything's a competition. If like, you know, so and so's on a record with Eminem, and you know, what I mean, who killed it? You know, you body on on your yeah, own song. Yeah. But in no other genre is it like that, right? So if meaning like if uh, 
Ariana Grande do a hook with uh, Justin Bieber. They're not like, yo, Justin Bieber went hard, but Ariana slayed it more, bro. It's not like that. It's a song. They made a beautiful, they made a beautiful duet, right? Exactly. So, so in, in every other thing, it's a duet. In every other uh, genre, it's a duet, duet, meaning these people came together. Right. Uh, in in hip hop, it's a feature. And it's right. like, yo, they gotta come hard. And I just don't, I don't buy into it, is what I'm trying to say. At the end of the day, it's just like, yo, if I'm putting if I'm putting tech on my song, I don't look at it like, yo, I gotta body him on the verses. I look at it like, yo, this song gotta sound good all together as a song. Right. It's gotta be a good song. You know what I'm saying? And it's gotta feel yeah. right and it's gotta flow. Um, I'm not like, you know, he did this, then I gotta do this. It, it, it's, it, it, it takes away from the creation of the song, but that's not everybody. Most rappers will tell you different. Most rappers are like, yo, I went in there competitive. Um, I just, I don't really have a competitive nature in that way. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not really, I'm just not really competitive. I just focus on like my legacy on what I'm like, when I die, what, uh, what's going to be left? You know what I mean? What can people still enjoy? Whether it's music, whether I write a book, whether I make a film, whether I, you know what I'm saying? I leave kids behind, like all that shit. I, that's how I look at it. It's just like me being on that song with all those elite artists on, I think, is just part of my legacy and that's amazing. Right. So I got to make sure it's good, but I'm not, um, I'm not necessarily trying to be the best with uh, out of the people or compete. You know what I mean? It's just, that's up to y'all. That's up to the fans. The fans can decide and, and have fun with that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I to mean, me it's, it's an opportunity and an honor to be around them. You know what I mean? I'm just happy to be on a fucking song. I'm like, yo, I got on this song, dude. That's fucking lit, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I mean, when I heard it, I was like, that's a lot of artists. And I could tell you, you ate, man. That nunchucks line probably the sickest thing I've ever heard. Thank you, bro. But Thank you. Yeah. I could tell you're building your legacy. You know what I mean? I I've said it probably 20 times during this interview. You're yeah. probably the most complete artist I've ever heard. Because not Thank only you, not only can you have a record like Fatherhood that is kind of a thank you to your father, but then you can go on 2020 and do records like In My Feels and Daddy Issues and Michael featuring the wonderful CJ Hicks, who- Shout out. If you're, if you're leaving it up to me, CJ needs to sign the Strange, but that's all me. Yeah, but yeah like- Word, like CJ is dope as fuck. Shout out CJ Hicks, man. That, she's a, uh, she's a brilliant Hicks. artist, man. She's a great person. Um, I think, you know, she, uh, at the time on that record, man, she was going through a lot of similar things that I was going through. So I think right. bigger than just the record, it was like a there's some sort of connection there that is deeper than music on that song and and her being on it. And uh, she, you know, I don't want to speak on her personal stuff, but she was going through things. I was going through stuff. And I feel like it was just we both needed it. We both needed that right. song. I feel like a little bit, you know, so uh yeah, it was an honor to even work with her and have her on it. She's amazing, man. If you don't know yeah, CJ man. Hicks, go check her out. For real. Please check her out, man. Yeah. I, like, that's the thing about CJ. Like, I discovered her through uh, You by Chris Calico. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I heard her voice, it was just so impactful. And I was like, I need to follow her. I need to see what she's Yeah, about. she didn't start yet, bro. She didn't start yet. She got she got a lot more coming. Oh, she's, she, got, uh, she, she's got bangers she, she, for yeah. sure. Yeah, she, she's coming, I think, man. You know, and I think I could I could relate that same kind of impact to you because 
every time I hear a record of yours, like I can feel the impact and I can feel the emotion. But just to kind of wrap this up, man, with FBA, I know yeah. you got an artist, uh, Rose the Mermaid. So yeah, that project coming. So if you could just tell the people like what kind of project you're working on. I know you're working on yeah. a second album, which you were like, yo, when I when I deliver this album, this is going to be nuts. So just tell the people I mean, the yeah. so coming up. So definitely, um, you know, fuck, I don't know how much I should say. Uh, I, I, sooner than you think, sooner than you think, sooner than you think, there's gonna be an album, um, uh, a new, a new project coming out. I should say, uh, for me, I mean, I'm, I've been gunning through, you know what I mean, and, and just making amazing music and kind of feeding off the response to 2020. So every time somebody hit me with a, uh, a comment or something, you know what I'm saying? It's like feeding my, my new music. It's like. Yo, man, they like that. You know, I knew they was gonna like that. And, and it gives me so much inspiration to come back and make better music and shit. So yes, there is a fucking new album on the way. Definitely 2020. We got the uh, Strange New World Tour 2021 starting uh, in April, man. So that's gonna be crazy. We're doing like, I think 68 dates, 68 cities, which will be my biggest tour ever, man. Shout out to homie Tech Nine crazy. Ritz, Chris Calico, uh, King Iso. Maze 301, um, that's gonna be the whole tour we, we going out with. And um, yeah, and Rose the Mermaid too, man, stay tuned. She dropped her first single ever. Uh, it's on YouTube, it's called Tides and I produced it, uh, executive produced it. Like she, I just wanted to um, capture her, 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 you know, right. I, I got to meet her and I got to feel so, and I said, she'd never been in the studio before. Um, she never made a song before. And I said, wow. no, that, that ain't right. When I heard her, when I heard her start playing piano and singing and everything, I said, you don't have a song that I can go home and listen to? And she said, no. I said, all right, we're going to change that. So that's kind of where that came from and then kind of molded into, you know, making it a little EP. So she got an EP on the way, man. And it's fucking crazy. Special. Crazy. Yeah, but thank you for having me, man. Anytime, anything you need, bro. God bless Word. you. And uh, Yo, keep pushing. Bro, just to wrap this up, man. Yeah. Are there, is there like any words you want to say to the fans and then uh to go along with that where can people find you on social media yeah because y'all definitely need to be following this man on social media yeah i'm telling you just a hello or a or a fire emoji from this guy can change my uh, life man. and I'm, I'm sure it could change y'all's so just I let them know where you that, can find, let them know yeah, where they can um, find you on socials and any last words for the fans you know what i mean yeah last words for the fans would just be thank y'all fucking super grateful for, for all the response and uh, everybody connected with the music. It will not get worse, it only gets better. It'll level up every time. And, and that's my, my goal is to put something out every time that's a little better than the last, man. So, uh, and then where you can find me, man, is at J-E-H-R-Y-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. Jerry Robinson is Jerry with an H um, on everything. Instagram, Facebook, fucking Twitter. Go, go hit me up, DM me. I'll usually respond. It might take a day or two, but I'll try to get back to everybody. And uh, yeah, man, appreciate you, dog. Keep no riding. doubt, man. Salute. Congrats, no you did great, man. You did great. Thanks. Good questions, good vibe, good energy. And go follow, if, if you're watching this and you follow me, go follow this motherfucker right here because he did a great job tonight. And uh, yeah, man. Up. Follow me, JV the Transformer. Follow the podcast on Instagram, TSFM Ability Podcast. Thank you to my guest, Jerry Robinson. Shout out to Tara FBA for setting this up and to, yeah. leave, to leave it all off, man. Whatever you do in life, 
Do it big and keep it strange, man. Thank you 100. so much. Much love, bro. Yeah.